0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday to you. It is October 18th, 2022. I'm Trey Crowder and that's Mark Agee. What's up, Mark?
1: What's up, Trey? Uh, first night of basketball season. so I'm excited. I uh, know mm-hmm. uh, you don't care very much. Um, we've got a lot to talk Not about. Not until tonight. later
0: in the year. Later in the year, yeah. I start to get into it. It's just too many games for me.
1: Yeah. Um, the have uh, got a lot to talk about tonight. We're we'll going to be talking about uh, piss drinking and impersonating police officers, which are always mm-hmm. fun topics for a show like ours. And how they relate to American politics in the sign of uh, the um, uh, decline of a once great empire. Uh, yep. Sounds <laughs> very own that. brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get that, Ed, to show a couple of things. Uh, so, <laughs> Kanye is buying parlor, the uh, I, I social media thing. And everybody... Everybody's framing it as like some great and like like the equivalent of Elon buying uh, Twitter, but it's not for a lot of reasons. One, Parler only has like forty thousand daily users, which is like I don't know the amount of cars that pass in the street in front of my house uh, in a given day. Uh, But also, the funny part about this to me, go ahead, Tar.
0: I just didn't. I didn't. Obviously, I remember when Parler first became a thing, but I hadn't even realized that it had. Continued to be a thing really because I thought you know they were truthing socially now, like true social. Yeah, I thought there's also, But um,
1: there's also Gab, there's also Rumble, the right wing YouTube. Um, but yeah, so Parler is still around, but yeah, almost nobody uses it. Um, so if, if for context, so I think everybody's probably heard something about Kanye lately. He's he tweeted <laughs> and posted on Instagram a bunch of anti Semitic stuff, I mean, explicit yeah. anti Semitic stuff. And got kicked off those platforms, so he's essentially buying his own platforms. So he can post all the uh, anti-Jewish stuff he wants. But he also like he's he's been on a manic for a long time. But like he did a thing last week where he he publicly announced he was quitting um, uh, his bank because. Uh, uh, JP Morgan Chase, I think, because no, whichever one Jamie Dimon is the is the president. Because he, he was mad because Jamie Dimon wouldn't return his phone calls. So he was going to quit the bank, but then he act like he's being canceled. That like they were they were dumping his bank accounts because of anti semitism, which is not what happened. Because we all know money is amoral, and banks yeah. don't care about oh, yeah. stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> the uh, I mean, they, they they all got they all got founded based on stolen Nazi gold, so let's not like act like they wouldn't take Kanye's money. But so anyway. Candace Owens is in this too because she she's the one who went to his fashion show and they both wore the uh, white lives yeah. matter shirts. Yeah, that's that, that's got him on Tucker on Tucker Carlson. But um, <clears throat> so Candace Candace Owens' uh, husband is a CEO of Parlor. So another way to read this is Candace has manipulated a mentally ill person into giving her husband fifty six million dollars to bail him out of a, ba- a failed investment.
0: That's how so, much he bought it for fifty six million dollars.
1: Yeah, so like um, one million for every person who uses the website daily.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that the the ROI on that is going to be particularly good, but Kanye is like a billionaire, right? So maybe he's just hooking Candace up, I guess.
1: (laughs) <laughs> the next little story I want to talk about is uh John Durham's uh final effort at proving Trump innocent for Russia stuff flamed out in court today. Durham's a special prosecutor appointed by Trump to investigate the origins of the FBI investigation into uh his dealings with Russia. Uh, this guy named Igor Danchenko. It, it, it's worth pointing out here that like all this is wish casting that's like from another planet and involves like time being of not being linear because In order for this scheme that they're alleging, which is Obama and Biden and Hillary and the deep state or whatever, conspired to frame Trump by opening this investigation, but didn't actually announce the investigation was happening until after Trump was already inaugurated or right before he was inaugurated. So it doesn't even make any sense as a plot. That's never really mattered to them. Um, And (laughs) Trump, it's worth pointing out, Trump did have a bunch of weird connections with Russia. It did, it did happen. Everybody could see it. He, He. from hiring as half his campaign staff, they were working for Russian oligarchs. There so was campaign manager working for free who was being paid by a Russian oligarch. To the weird stuff he said about Russia, and he lied about having not having business deals in Russia when he was like being dangled hundreds of millions of dollars by people close to Putin, um, which is bad for American president. When, yeah, you have investments overseas. That's one thing, but also when you're lying about them, it opens you up to blackmail. Um, which right. happens a lot in, in European governments. I think Germany just suspended one of its intelligence chiefs for ties to Russian intelligence. Like this is like, this is a worldwide problem. But Americans just don't like follow foreign politics. They don't really know about it. But the guy who was tried was fun, is funny to me because a lot, with a lot of this spy shit that we talk about a lot, there's no way to like all these dudes are liars.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, professionally,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. Or their they do whole thing, easy. yeah, and. So in this case revolves this guy named Igor Danchenko, who was born in Russia. He was living in America for a long time. And he was accused of lying to FBI agents. Um, but the, when the FBI agents got put on the stand, one of the reasons he was acquitted was like, this guy was actually a super valuable source, and you guys burned him by arresting him. And <laughs> so...
0: Yeah, so yeah. The, w- the whole idea is supposed to be just proving that all the Russiagate stuff was bullshit. It's what they're trying yeah. to do by taking down the conspirators like this guy. They're saying, like, yeah. this guy lied... As part of the big conspiracy to frame Trump for Russia Gate, and that's what they're trying to prove, and they failed at that.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did bust one Sounds guy right. for li- for lying on like a like a I think a warrant affidavit or something. So, congrats to the John Durham investigation for uncovering the one law enforcement official who exaggerates stuff in charging documents and warrant affidavits. You, you did it. <laughs> you, found, you found the one guy. Uh, this Denshko guy is pointing to me because he. One of the things that made him well-known among people that are known in this world is he, pu- he published a takedown of Vladimir Putin's uh, uh, doctoral dissertation where he alleged plagiarism. So he got Putin, trade. He got to Putin down
0: <laughs> yeah, That'll show him. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, like, funny that,
0: it's funny that Putin even, and I guess I don't know when he got his doctoral, his PhD, or when when that happened, but it's funny to me that he even went through the effort of plagiarizing it. You know what I mean? A fair like Putin's dissertation could have just been like, "Give me PhD," and they're standing like, ovation. Here's your PhD, sir. Thank you, glorious yeah. leader, or whatever. So at least he tried. Professor's even gonna give.
1: <laughs> what well, professor's even going to give him a B? you end up falling out of a window. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing's fucking. This is the guy who stages hockey games where you're, where you throw it in prison if you're if you play defense. He scores eight games. His name's yeah. So yeah, you're yeah, right. The,
0: the, the title of his thesis was like. The positive correlation between not giving me a PhD and defenestration, (laughs) spontaneous defenestration, as presented by Vladimir Mm -hmm. Putin. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, the whole thing's so fucking stupid. Anyway, John John Durham got humiliated, but he probably served his purpose because he injected a lot of right-wing bullshit disinformation into not just right-wing media, but the way that... The New York Times and stuff covered this with their two, both sides are equal bullshit as uh mm-hmm. you know, made people uh, question stuff that is pretty straightforward. Um, another thing, it, some of some good news, we're talking about DeSantis, because I need to, like a, a palate cleanser. Uh, drug companies, and maybe they're lying for share, to probably boost the share prices, but they say they expect to be able to de- roll out cancer vaccines by 2030.
0: Like um, all cancer or what?
1: I imagine I'm we'll start with a few of them because they, they're going to be yeah. different vaccines for different cancers. They're different okay, different but different the different
0: big stuff. question, Mark, what's that going to do for my 5G coverage, right, or or my uh-huh. mag, my magnetism? Uh, that's what I really want to know, this uh, this so-called vaccine for the yeah. so-called cancer you're talking about. Sounds like a deep what? state ploy to me. Uh, no, that's yeah. great. I, I do kind of feel like every now and then, at least on Reddit and places like that, I'll see a headline about some – crazy results in some cancer research or whatever. And then you look in mm-hmm. the comments and there's always somebody in there, like, you know, debunking it completely. It's like, the reason this is bullshit will never work is yada, yada. So, um, but sure would be sweet though.
1: Yeah. I mean, the last science class I took was chem for kids and I got a D in it. I almost flung me out of college. So I, I'm not going <laughs> to like pretend to understand how MRNA works. Uh, but they tell me it's good news. And I'm choosing to believe it because I don't want to die of cancer. Right. Um, but yeah, it probably will be full of micro robots and what will happen is you have to subscribe for $6 a month to a non-cancer app yeah. and then <laughs> yeah. put in a yeah. capture capt- to prove your, your, your colon's not a robot or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Ron for a minute because remember we talked a couple, weeks, a couple weeks ago about him framing those 20 people for voter fraud in order to arrest mm-hmm. them on some trumped up bullshit when they were told they were allowed to vote after Florida citizens passed right. a ballot initiative to allow them to vote. Uh, Tampa Bay newspaper got a hold of the body cam footage from those arrests and really rolled it out today. And I want to watch a little bit of it because it's pretty fucking, uh, it's grossly funny um, how apologetic the cops are about even doing this. If you want to roll that, Matt. So apparently, uh, apparently I, I guess you have a warrant? For what? Sure.
0: For voter stuff. Man. For voters. It's, it's, uh, What it is, I think the agents with FDLE talked to you last week about some voter fraud, voter stuff, when you weren't supposed to be voting, maybe. I didn't. So... What are they that, about? That's man, what what you're, they? We're not the case agents, but what you got to do, they, yeah. they have reduced so your you bond quite a bit. You yeah. Dude, you, you, you know it's some bullshit when the cops are like, listen, man, we're <laughs> real sorry about this, but here's the deal. As opposed, you know, putting a knee in your back and, uh, you know, shooting your dog and all that stuff. It's a pretty different approach in this yeah. particular case. I feel like it's sort of
1: telling as much as we uh, rag on cops do we're going to say that's how cops are supposed to be. they walk up to you calmly explain to you calmly while while you're being arrested treat you with empathy <laughs> it's not that right. fucking hard um that guy when he got arrested his name's Tony Patterson uh that he says later on the tape what is wrong with his state man voter fraud y'all said anybody with a felony could vote man and he's fucking right um there is was-
0: this is the idea here just to like sort of get some statistics or stories that he could point to later and be like, yeah, look, voter fraud is real and we are combating it in this state. Like that's the whole idea here, even though it's some technicality bullshit, clearly.
1: Yeah. I mean, the statute clearly says you have to willingly voted fraudulently and they were told they could vote by, by a government uh, uh, official. So they, they, they fully believe they're within their rights. And the reason they're not within their rights is because DeSantis moved the goalposts and like they instituted a bunch of like, if you, if you haven't followed it closely, they have like a poll tax thing where uh, the the ballot initiative wording said once you complete paid your debts to society, some such. And so this, the DeSantis administration is, is interpreting that to include like fines and reparations. Which okay, whatever, fine. Um, but the, you can't even figure out how much you owe. Like they made the they made the website so confusing that you can't you can't even figure out who to pay or how much you owe in order to get your right to vote back. So they just completely like nullified the the. Uh, the ballot initiative. Um, this woman named Ramona Oliver <laughs> was told what she was being arrested for. And she, she said, voter fraud. I voted, but I ain't no fraud. And she's fucking right. These people are just being harassed into the ground. They, The cops, the first guy they are being like, uh, we got, set your bail low. It's only $500 per charge. So only a thousand dollars. And anybody who's right. ever paid bail knows you don't get that money back unless you like this If you, if you that amounts if you go to a bail bond, but so it's to not the total amount. So that's the amount you're paying a bail bond so to pay the total toll amount to get back. So it's $1,000. So we'll never get back for Trump dump bullshit. And most Americans can't afford to just dump thirty a $1,000 on dumb bullshit. So it's just the whole thing's uh, really fucking stupid and annoying. A bunch of dumb
0: and, bullshit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the All cops right. think
0: so. Well, Speaking of dumb bullshit, let's get into the rest of the show. Am I right? Uh, (laughs) With us as always is producer Matt. This is weekly skews. I do want to remind you of course, real quick, two things. If you'd like to see me perform live, go to Trey Crowder.com. Got a few more shows the rest of this year, ramping up big time in 2023, though, there are many of them are listed on there already. Need to update my graphic there, but yeah, come see if I'm coming near you. And if so, uh, let's do it. Come and see me, treycrowder.com. Number two, if you like this program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. $5 a month gets you access to full-length bonus episodes. I've got some other offerings on Patreon, too. You can check out, if you're interested, go to weeklyskews.com slash more or just go on Patreon, look me up, sign up on there, get some more skews in your life and support the show in the process. We sure would appreciate it. Now, as for tonight's episode we're three weeks removed from the big midterm elections and it seems the outlook might be dimming for the democrats reportedly due to economic concerns on behalf of the voters because after all what are reproductive rights and the future of democracy in the face of these damn gas prices guys we'll break it all down a little later but first the daily dumbass matt graphic please tonight's DD any punk ass New York City rat who don't make like five and go west while they still can that's right listen to the city's leadership lay down the law in this clip Let's do it.
1: Fighting crime, fighting inequality, fighting rats. Some of the same folks are criticizing us now. Called me a murderer because I was killing rats. I hate rats. Shut
2: down the all-night, all-you-need rat buffet. The rats are absolutely going to hate this announcement. The rats don't run this city. We do. The rats hate that too.
0: This is not a ratatouille. Rats are not our friends.
1: We are going to fight to the rats. Well, you know what? oh
0: my god so i like the uh, the notion that these damn rats have gotten you know they're on their high horse or something because of ratatouille they've been emboldened they're out here just running shit in new york need to be put in their place or whatever the hell is going on here i mean you know a pest problem is a pest problem but they seem to have a serious fixation
1: on the uh on the rats yes I mean, it's like they can't fix the subway, so they're going to performally execute some fucking rats. I just right. like this will give NYPD something useful to do if it was going around killing rats. But we talked we talked a lot about LA city politics in the Patreon episode the other day, so I thought we'd get, talk about New York a little bit because <laughs> this is a little personal anecdote. Uh, I was in, I was we're gonna had a job in New York once. Took the overnight flight, went straight to the office, and I get up out of the subway coming off the airport. The first thing I see on the, the Fair Island of Manhattan is a rat had suffocated to death in a trash bag. <laughs> I was like, good to be back yeah be yeah back. that's
0: an appropriate yeah that's a that's a fitting first sight
1: uh, yeah but it's like the, the, all politics is local to a certain extent and the idea that like Adams is an abject failure everybody hates him he lies constantly he can't can't fix shit he talks about c- crime and inequality the first one's not really a huge problem in New York really pretend it is inequality is a huge problem they're not gonna do anything about it other stuff that's going to go into state. It is like pedestrians get hit all the time by cars, and cops protect uh, you. It's vehicular homicide is legal in, in New York. It's yeah. absolutely fucking legal. <laughs> and they and it, they can't fix the subway, which it, it runs at like 1907 level quality. But they're like, you know what we're going to do. We're gonna murder a bunch of fucking rats, and they do a whole press conference and media run about it, and they act like the rats can read the newspaper, which is the part
0: I know. Yeah, know. that was uh, my favorite part. Like the rats ain't gonna like this. When the rats hear what we got in store for them, they're gonna be pretty upset. Okay, yeah. it just feels like any you know New Yorkers just listen to that. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, like, what about all the other stuff? I'm like, no, let's focus on the rats.
1: Your York mayor is an interesting job because some people say it's the second most powerful job in America behind the president. It's probably the closest thing to being president in terms of all the uh, interest you have to manage and the budget power you have. And NYPD is the budget, the size of most militaries. Um, but I've never heard of one actually being popular. This right. is Giuliani on 9-11. Like, yeah. And Giuliani was unpopular before that. The mayor is essentially elected as like an avatar for every single New Yorker to hate. Right. <laughs> and people still want the job. I don't fucking understand it. Yeah, I
0: don't know. But uh, moving on, our first honorable mention for Daily Dumbass, Minnesota colleges for uh, for desegregating, apparently, according to this guy, it seems like. Let's hear from yeah. this guy at the it's- University of Minnesota Board of Regents meeting.
2: Is it possible that at Morris we've become too diverse? <laughs> is it possible all well, from a marketing standpoint for for instance chancellor i've received a couple letters two, actually <laughs> i got mobile,
1: two letters uh, because it is too diverse let's say a a, a, right. a, a campus they just didn't so, feel
0: comfortable, they didn't uh, feel yeah. comfortable.
1: I do want to say that guy's absolutely lying that as an American politician, he only got two racist letters. Uh, I find it right. hard to believe. So that this guy's name is Steve Svigum. Um yeah. He's this is in Minnesota. He's talking about the uh, uh, satellite campus, University of Minnesota. He's, he's, on, he's currently on the University of Minnesota Board of Regents. And he's also the executive assistant and communications director for the Republican Caucus in the Minnesota Senate. So he's still employed by... Uh, uh, you know, in, in electoral politics. He's a former speaker of the Minnesota House of Representatives. And he's there asking if a college campus is too diverse from a marketing perspective, which is yeah. funny for a couple of reasons. One, Matt crunched the numbers and that campus is exactly 0.3% more black and brown than the American population as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like 60% white and 40%, you know, a. Uh, 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 of people who identify as something other than that when they check their boxes, right? Yeah. So it's saying, like, what the fuck is he talking about? And also, we talked about diversity from a marketing perspective. Is an old joke. The college brochures. Yeah. right like The school I went to was like, my, the, my black friends I had there, we would joke about how every time they're hanging out in a public space, on campus, a photographer would show up and take pictures. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, because in the brochures, it's always like you have a white kid, a black kid, you know, a kid in a wheelchair, an Asian kid <laughs> holding a notebook mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, like you said, it's a very old premise. But it's all—it's just funny because he's like, you know, is it possible that colleges would be better if they were all white? Like, can we just talk about that for a second? If we considered the possibility that minorities are a mistake? in higher education like You're just just cancer. asking questions just, yeah i'm just throwing it out there i just thought maybe you know we would table it for later or, or whatever but just you know food for yeah. thought something something to think yeah. about i
1: thought there i thought there were no no, no bad
0: ideas that's ridiculous all right our next honorable mention for daily dumbass uh Large Brain Marge for not securing all the evidence custody in the big divorce. That's right. Uh, Listen to this bombshell
2: lying about me and you will not defame my character in that manner. Did Joe Biden win the election, Congresswoman Green? Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Absolutely. Markets. But you pushed a big lie that said he did not win the election. There was and election fraud you drove was those people there to the Capitol fraud on January there was 6th fraud with in the your We're going to move on, Josh Rowe. It's election your turn fraud. to ask the question to Marjorie Taylor Greene. We have okay. FOIA evidence of proof of election fraud that
1: came out. Excuse me. We're All right. going to the next okay, question for you. So there's a lot going on there. One, he yeah. dresses her, he her with respect, in Congressman Green, and she just calls him Marcus. That's Marcus Flowers, by the way. Corey's yeah. uh, friend of the show. Marcus, Marcus Flowers. Hey, he was been on. He was. I wasn't on that episode. I forgot. Yeah, he's, he's been on the show. <laughs>
0: no, um, Corey was ridiculous right before we brought him on, and uh, you know, it was a wee bit awkward. But Marcus is great. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh,
1: she says, "Or they have a proof of election fraud." Her husband has it. Which is hilarious that, like, you know, because he just left her. Uh, I'm assuming he took the evidence with him, uh, as you would do. But also, the, she says they foiled it, which, you know, Freedom of, Infra- Freedom yeah. of Information Act request. So she thinks they sent like, a form to the government, public records request, said, give us evidence of voter fraud. The government's like, here you go. And they wrote, here's here's how we did voter fraud.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, yeah, also, yeah. like, uh, I, I didn't know at first. I was like, is she going to, is this supposed to be a thing where she's like, so, so that's why I don't have it, see? because uh-huh. of the divorce. Like my husband, I would have it, but like yeah. he's he's got it all. And what are you gonna do? I'm getting divorced, but I, you know, I don't know why I'm looking for any yeah. level of logic in there. But no, I'll remind you and the audience real quick, just sort since it sort of came up and was very uh funny, if unfortunate to me. When you weren't on an episode and Corey was sitting in and Marcus came on, in part because he, you know, knew Corey already and that was sort of the idea, uh we had talked extensively about Marcus comes on at 5 30 Five thirty We need to go whatever we're doing. We need to wrap it up. go to Marcus, Matt and put in the private chat. you know Marcus here he's in the lobby, we're ready to go, whatever five twenty nine Corey chooses to launch into a big diatribe, a hypothetical diatribe, in which Republican politicians were getting pegged in the butt by their mistresses with an apple shoved in their mouth, being <laughs> fucked and humiliated sexually in graphic detail. And uh, then it was like, all right, everybody, Marcus Flowers, here we go. <laughs> he
1: was a serious political candidate. Yeah.
0: So, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Uh, But you candidates can go on Bill Maher. I'm sure. I'm sure it's fucking fine.
0: No, Um, it was fine. I mean, you know, it's just it's funny. It was very a very Corey moment. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's all we got for dumbasses. Well, not really. That's the end of the dumbass segment. But we are talking about the midterms. We're talking about the races, how they're going, and there's a whole lot of dumbassery wrapped up in this whole thing,
1: Mark. Yeah, it sure is. I read this piece today. Uh, from Slate called Democrats grapple with strong chance that GOP mega bozos will all win the races because of the price of gas and I wanted to put my head through a plate glass window and just bleed out uh, yeah. this is the dumbest thing uh, the reason it's dumb to me is like it's extremely economically short sighted there's right. tons of data that shows they get better job growth and uh, healthier counties under democratic president's that's mostly because they make saner economic choices because they believe in stuff like data. Whereas right. if you want to, you want to comp- do a comparison in British politics right now, Liz Truss has been uh, prime minister for six weeks. Her, her uh, a party just won a huge election like a year and a half ago, and she's down to a 16% approval rating because she in- introduced a, a, a budget plan that's essentially Republican light. And it tanked the British pound to the point where everyone's fucking broke. <laughs> so if they held election now, like labor would get like 10% of the seats in parliament. So anyway, but my point is like vote for Republicans counter. Right. The economy works is a vote to. Be right. Forward. I
0: know. I mean, yeah, that's the, it's like the, that's the shittiest part about, well, I don't know if it's the shittiest part about the whole Republican dynamic in this country, but like the way they have pretty successfully sold a lot of people on the idea that like, we are the ones who fix the economy like that. You know, the idea it's like, okay, listen, you may not like all the racism and sexism and all that, or you may love it. That's great too. But either way, you all know that we are the money people. We're the ones who make the economy good. And that's why, so you see shit like this, it's, it's being framed as people being like, you know, I'm not crazy about Roe being overturned or any of that stuff. I'm alarmed by some of this, but you know, the economy, we got to fix the economy. So I feel like I have to vote Republican and it's just infuriating because like you said, that shit ain't true either. It hasn't been true in a long time. Like, I mean, unless you're super fucking rich, voting for a Republican is not in your own economic self-interest for the most part. But it uh, yeah. persists. The belief persists.
1: Yeah, and it's like it's also it hands like our whole national sovereignty over to like Saudi Arabia and Russia because they can decide when gas prices go up because like mm-hmm. we can't all the all the places that control the price of gas, Venez, Just look at the members of OPEC, you know. But but also like the major oil and gas producers like Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela. Ask yourself if you want to give them your vote because this is essentially what we're doing is you are going to control over who wins American elections to those countries. And I right. don't think that's fucking smart or good and I wish somebody in the Democratic Party would make that play, that case plainly. I've seen some lower level Democrats some make it but like nobody with a major megaphone like Joe Biden is doing it or Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer. And it's uh, I find it mildly infuriating. you got a couple of extended like proposals to like stop selling weapons to Saudi Arabia until they help us out with golden gas but like No one really thinks we're not not going to do that because American arms manufacturers would fucking throw a fit. And they've got a very powerful lobbyist. They're making a ton of money off Saudi Arabia, some weapons to Saudi Arabia to kill Yemeni civilians. So anyway, um, but these forces are so powerful. By the way, just before we talk about gas prices, I do want to say that that same piece notes that analysts expect gas prices to go down soon because what happened was a bunch of American, uh, 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 you know, what do you call it? Oil processing refineries or something. Oh yeah. oil refineries. Yeah. We're like offline or doing or needed improvements or need to expand our capacity. And they're almost done doing that. But the idea that who controls the United States Senate is decided about whether or not British petroleum can finish upgrades at a facility in Illinois is like ridiculous to me. Right. (laughs) And if if they're not going to do it fast enough, Joe Biden should fucking nationalize it and fix it because this is Mm -hmm. too, this is too stupid and powerful to like, let let it happen this way. But like the combined effects of this, is that races that shouldn't be close for a whole host of reasons are close, including two of the biggest fucking clown shows that I can recall in American history. And that's the Senate races in uh, Georgia and Pennsylvania who got even crazier this week. So as you watch this, I want you to think about whether or not it's worth paying 25 cents a less gallon of gas to have these motherfuckers be able to vote to take away all your rights and benefits as an American citizen. Uh, So first of all, this happened last week uh, in the uh, uh, Warnock versus Walker debate. Uh, Yeah, it's hard to explain, but obviously
2: I have not done. I've never pretended to be a police officer
1: and 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 I've never I've never threatened a shootout with the police. And now I have to respond to that. We are are, are moving on, gentlemen. I have to respond to that. And you know what's so funny? I am with many police officers. Mr. <laughs> Walker. Yeah, he pulled out a badge. Yeah. Excuse me, Mr. Walker. Walker, Mr. Walker truth, please, out of the respect, truth, the I, truth I, I need here. to
2: let you know, Mr. Yes. Walker, you are very well yes. aware of the rules tonight. Yes. And you have a prop. Yes. That is not. The
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> it,
1: you keep talking about. She's yeah. admonished for using a prop he says, it's, real-
0: it, it's not a prop, it's real. But, yeah, he pulls out a badge and goes, well, in fact, I am work with police. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, then uh, insists that the badge is real um, mm-hmm. and it's not at all.
1: Yeah. It's but it's also obviously- like, it's
0: that, did he, like, you think he, and either one is dumb, but, like, do you think he anticipated this coming up and was like, I got just the thing to shut that down my badge. Or do you think he always has that badge on him in his coat pocket?
1: He pretty clearly always has it on him. But like, it's like the thing about um, people with law enforcement community, we're talking about licensed Leo's, the badge is the sign you're a licensed law enforcement officer. If you don't have the license, it is a fucking prop. I can go to the dollar store and buy a badge. It doesn't give me the right to uh, detain people. Uh, but, like, it, he was clearly, he says, I am, whatever he said, I, I say I am a police officer, but then said, I am, work with
0: police officers. Work officer. with like, police officers, yeah.
1: It's not clear during all this whether he or not he believes he's a real cop. And I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think he thinks he's a cop. Yeah. He's like, Here's, it's said, but... Also, the middle part of what War, uh, Warnock was talking about got completely ignored, where he said he threatened to shootouts with cops. He's talking about he like, put a gun to a woman's head and said he'd kill her and then do commit suicide by a cop. Now, like, how is that not a major, major feature of this fucking campaign? How is this guy only behind by two points? And he was tied until the abortion stuff came out. I, but,
0: I mean, like, I don't know how you make it a major feature. Meaning, like, I've seen that get brought up a lot. I've seen ads that mention that in it. The You know, the thing about putting a gun to his wife's head and all that shit. It's not like they've just been ignoring it or not trying. It's just like, none of this shit seems to matter uh, to, to the base or a lot of the voters in Georgia. Cause it's all come out and has been national news. No- There's been so many, it's hard to keep up with, but like, I mean, I don't know. It's been pushed. People just, don't give a shit because gas is so high.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I guess I, I, I could understand like gas is high. That affects my life. Whether or not George uh, Herschel wants to shoot it out with cops doesn't affect my life. But you know, his life it does affect is cops. And watch this. <laughs> this is Herschel Walker. This is the badge I flashed at the debate, and this is my, my
2: sheriff, Sheriff Rowland. Yes, if Herschel's badge is a prop then i guess this badge i wear every day to <laughs> person,
1: i guess it's a prop also dude we threatened to shoot, to shoot you shoot if you came to came stop him. To my friend for all he's done for this country can you can stop me. him at this is also fucking infuriating and the fallout from this instead of just acting embarrassed by it just plowing ahead and acting like this is like maybe he thinks it's, it's a better debate to have than the one about that lying about being a cop is a better campaign issue than lying about paying for an abortion. You'd right. I mean, like, like it's- or
0: like you said, I don't, maybe he, you know, cops do that. honorary deputy thing or whatever. I've mm-hmm. heard of that being a thing, before, which is, that's what happened with him, I guess. And even though is mm-hmm. in the, in the title, he probably, he may not know that word, you know, and, but, and he's like, well, I got the badge. They told me I was a like, I would, would sincerely would believe that, he actually thinks that he is some kind of actual cop because and, and for no other reason it's like, look, I got this badge. You know, and a yeah. lot of other people have pointed this out too already, but it's like, you know, it's like the that badge is like the wings that pilots give out to kids. Like my sons, yeah. I guess, are both pilots, trained pilots, because they got a the pair of those wings the first time they flew on an airplane, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. It I just I'm not trying to let him off the hook by saying, no, I think he genuinely believes it. I'm just trying to emphasize just how dumb I think it is possible that he is and that he does think that that he's like, no, I didn't lie. See, I well, am, right? But
1: <laughs> either option yeah. means he should not be trusted of to be an officer. Of course, of course it
0: does. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I'm not even <laughs> trying to defend him at all because, yeah, it's like which one is worse, you know, in terms of – S- uh, potential as a U.S. Senator. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's just no, t- he's he's smushed brain, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I I cannot figure out what's going on with him. Um, the <laughs> So, Matt, throw that picture back up from the MSNBC, because he did an MSNBC uh, interview where a reporter is trying to get to the bottom of what he actually thinks about this, which just is really disgusting. It's pretty fucking impossible. He pulls it out. And let me read a quote from it. From Walker. That is a legit badge. I carry it with me all the time. It's a real badge. It's not a fake badge. If anything happened in this county, I have the right to work with the police and getting things done. I work in law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I mean, except <laughs> so- but yeah, he's trying to pretend this isn't like an embarrassing fiasco. Um, th- this is this is a quote from a parochial prosecutor. It says, quote, being an honorary deputy is like having a junior ranger badge. Uh, <laughs> look at the quote I have on screen. What Walker has is a toy given to him because he used to play football. As we've discussed, the candidate tried to use this prop to, quote, get things done alongside real police officers. So he could be arrested for impersonating a cop. Exactly. He's not allowed to do any of this shit. <laughs> it's like... That, that, that it's like Matt Gates, the best friend, who got who gave himself a badge and a fake light, would pull people over, even though was a county tax assessor. These guys, are like like, I generally make fun of the concept that pretty much every white person thinks of themselves as a cop. Mm-hmm. But like, stop thinking of yourselves as cops, people. This is not like the two the, it, in Georgia. Those two guys mm-hmm. just got long prison sentences for appointing themselves law enforcement. Investigating a guy who was innocent, they thought of trespassing or theft or whatever, and executed him in the street. Yeah, you don't have to be doing that shit. And this is just like yeah, this is getting drafted. The way I, whatever Walker thinks. By the way, he's got a whole new campaign staff now, so I'm not sure if anybody can get control over him or whether this is part of a plan, but. And, and the guys that are protecting him, maybe because they're as stupid as he is, they've gone all on, on the idea that impersonating a police officer is good politics because it reminds people that you're pro-law enforcement. Watch this dumb analyst on CNN if you have that video, Matt. Uh,
2: I've been told that they're going to really double down on this issue and his connection with law enforcement. They're going to make up uh, little badges and <laughs> hand them out at the next campaign events as they get to the election because they want to show that, that his record on fighting crime is much stronger than uh, Raphael
0: Warnock and his. And what universe does that have? Are those two things related? Having fake badges mocked up and distributed at a campaign event. What the fuck does that have to do with Raphael Warnock's record on crime? Like it just, it don't even begin to make no. It's just like, see, we're, we good, badge good, you good, we good. Herschel good, all good. You know who don't have a bunch of fake badges? Reverend Warnock. And they're like, that's true. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> he got way, my vote.
1: <laughs> there, he's running around saying that, like, uh, War, Warnock wants to defund the police, which he doesn't. I mean, he hasn't said he does. I don't know what's in his heart of hearts. He's at, like, <laughs> and, but, like, the, even the way this race is covered, so they did that debate we just had a clip from the moderators did this thing where they talked about both of their personal issues. Uh, Walkers was beating and threatening to kill his wife, lying about an abortion he paid, not spending time with his kids, threatening to shoot cops, yada, 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 yada. And they turned to the pivot to Warren. Uh, War, actually, Warren, I went first in this thing, but I wanted, uh, but like the, the question to him about their equally significant personal issues was after his divorce, when he started, he got, his income got a lot larger. Him and his wife went back to court to adjust their settlement, so he paid more in child support.
0: Right. <laughs> Not <Nah>, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so clearly he has issues with being a family man too, right? They're basically the same. You know, sure, one guy fathers a bunch of children he has nothing to do with and threatens to kill their mothers in front of him and all mm-hmm. that type of thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, this guy had to pay a more money.
1: <laughs> yeah. After getting divorced. Yeah. And it wasn't like it wasn't even framed like he fought it. It's just like when you have these are quartering settlements, you can't just work it out with your wife or yourself, you get put it in writing. So you go to court. It's not as it's like so this guy's big personal failing is getting a divorce. And I personally have never gotten divorce trade. so I am better than Raphael Warnock, the mm-hmm. right reverend. I will say that. Um <laughs> so anyway, they seem to think this is good politics. I do not and before I put a second to that this is from a different debate. One which Walker did not show up for. Right. Instead, he did a Sean Hannity appearance and talked about how it was just smart. He won the first debate so handily, it was smart for him not to go. And he was represented by an empty podium, which is why you're going to see an empty podium in this clip. So here we go. Because I work for Georgia and I'm not going to be distracted about what Herschel Walker says about me. He doesn't tell the truth about himself. He said that he graduated from college. He didn't. He said he was valedictorian of his class. He wasn't. He said he started a business that doesn't even exist. And the other night when I said you, he pretended to be a police officer, he presented a badge as if that were proof that he really is a police officer. And now he wants us to think that yeah. he's a senator. I think the when the men... Georgia, why- When the main thing people know about you at this point is that you're a huge liar, lies about everything. Reminding them you're a big liar by defending your lie for being true when it's obviously a plastic badge you're not a licensed law enforcement professional, which people can look up in public records, seems like bad politics to me. It seems like it shouldn't work, but we're through the looking glass here, and gas is up twenty five cents, so therefore we got to do fascism. But Um, it's
0: also kind of like I don't know. It's sort of right out of the Trump playbook, isn't it? And a lot, you know what I mean? Like just the whole, the whole like just lie and continue to lie and then lie about your lying and also act like your lying is not a big deal and be like, ah, oh, fuck you. It means I'm smart. Don't mean I'm bad, you know, and that whole thing. Yeah. And just keep, just keep running it. And, you know, I mean, he sort of yeah. wrote the book on that whole thing.
1: Yeah. But Trump's been practicing lying on TV for 40 years. And uh, while Herschel was in the weight room and uh doing, you know, tire drills in football practice, uh, Trump was doing those reps on lies, baby. So, like, I don't know who can go to catch up.
0: with Are you? I, I might have this wrong, but I don't think I do. I'm pretty sure this is a real thing. Another one of Herschel Walker's lies, I believe, was that he used to say that he never worked out or that he did like he didn't uh, <laughs> lift weights. He never, yeah. he's never in his life lifted weights. He did like yeah. 20 pushups a day and ran a mile or something like that, and that's all the exercise you need to be a world class athlete. So, you just reminded me of another one.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that one. Uh, So now we've talked about all the reasons Herschel Walker should be getting blown out in humiliating fashion. Let's talk about reality. Because he's behind about two points. (laughs) Since all this stuff started, since the abortion news broke, all that's moved is like two and a half points and it's still within the margin of fucking error. Um, uh, That poll looks a little old to me. But yeah, the the, the one I read today The write-up on 538 says, now we have new polling data that suggests this story might have cost Walker some support. Uh, This polling aggregate shows that Raphael Warnock leading on average 48 to 45 among likely voters. Previously, for those same pollsters, uh, recent surveys, before the news broke, they were essentially tied at 47% each. So uh, after all this has happened, Warnock's gone up one point and Walker's gone down two. That's all it's affected shit. And I am very fucking confused and disheartened. Uh, But while we're talking about polling, um, ignore them. (laughs) Uh, I saw an interview with a pollster last week talking about the crisis in polling. And they get like a 0.4% response rate. So they have to call constantly for two hours to get one person to answer the phone and talk to them. And I don't know what those people are representative of. So it could be off significantly in any or all directions now these the pollsters are smart people who get paid good money to try to give people accurate results so they're trying their ass off because if you're not accurate you don't get paid um, i'm sure they figure like out ways to adjust their models to account for all this shit but they don't know if the if the models they built to account for are accurate until after the votes are counted they compare it to the polls so anyway act like you're down 20 and vote <laughs> yeah uh yeah, Hell yeah. um uh, this is probably more important related to uh, Georgia. Um, today was the first day of early voting, and 130,000 votes were cast on the first day, uh, according to Secretary of State's office. That surpasses the record for the first day of early voting in a mid in 2018, so years ago. So I'm assuming that's good news. I mean, it's good news that people vote, but it's also just it be bad news for Republicans when a lot of people vote. Right, when a lot of people yeah. vote early. <laughs> so anyway, vote. You can vote if you're in Georgia now. Um, yeah. Now, let's go to Dr. Oz, because this is just a bunch of fun. Um, so first of all, there's no way to catch this, Dr. Oz drinks his piss, Matt, roll clip.
2: <laughs> Depending on what we're putting in it, it'll smell one way or the other. Urine, by the way, if you haven't had anything fancy, has a sort of a nutty smell to it. And, and that sort of tastes like that too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right and then you know he was way ahead of the game dude because i thought they didn't start drinking their pee until covid became a thing but that's clearly an old that's an old clip so like he was on the vanguard of piss drinking dr oswald i like these also like a piss sommelier apparently you know what i mean he's like talking about notes got like nutty notes and stuff like that like uh, hints of asparagus (laughs) some floral tones uh yeah he's wild
1: I don't know why it took so long for this clip to be dug up because this is a clip from the Jimmy Kimmel show in 2009 where they talked to him about it when he was just a TV personality promoting a show. And uh, he said that he was in medical school. It's something they all do in medical school. And every doctor I've seen talk about that. It's like, we know we don't drink our fucking piss in medical school. He's like, the weirdest thing we do is practice drawing each other's blood. But like, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) It makes me think, I mean, who knows
0: with his crazy ass, but it makes, it's funny to me to think that like, the bunch of other doctors or med students are in there with him that one night at a party. One of them was like, I bet you I can get us to drink his own piss. <laughs> like, "No, you can't. He's like, no, watch me. I'll just tell him it's something we all have to do. It's like a whole thing, write a passage or whatever. He'll totally do it. And then, yeah. you know, 20 years later, he's on TV talking about piss drinking, <laughs> blaming it on med school. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't fucking understand <laughs> the same interview. He also said, he told Kimmel that he tried to stick a needle in his sister's head when they were kids. Uh, yeah. Like, he literally, like, his dad was a doctor, I guess, who had needles around all the time. So he would he would stick them in oranges all the time. He was trying to use the, the charming anecdote about how always wanted to be in medicine. But he, he, here's a quote. And one day I noticed my sister's head had little pores in it, too. And I still remember, I swear, watching her head from behind. And he mimicked how he crept up behind his sister with the needle. I threw it in there, and it didn't go in. The skull got in the way. I got no brain. I got nothing back. He tried to fucking kill his sister with a needle as a yeah. kid. dude. And thinking,
0: thinking that that is like you said, a charming anecdote that will make for good panel fodder on a network late night talk show. Is some wild shit to me. And they, I mean, they pre screen all that shit, but I'm sure they were like, well, this is fucking crazy. We'll totally let him say this. And in fact, I think Kimmel then said to him, you're the craziest person ever <laughs> on this show <laughs> or something yeah. like that. But that yeah. Oz thought it would be just like, you know, a heartwarming little story of, you know, adolescent naivete or whatever the fuck he thinks was going on in his head is pretty wild.
1: <laughs> so to recap, he drinks his piss. He tries to stab his sister with the needle. He a recently where he oversaw the murder of a bunch of dogs. Uh, he called. He said people that are fat deserve to have strokes. Uh, he's <laughs> and he's he's only down like one. two points. He's only down yeah. like two points. And like the, some, a local news, a clip of him today. And if it, we're talking about the economy and stuff, this should be fucking checkmate. Roll this, man.
2: Dietitians will tell you that red meat in your diet is not always the healthy choice. But pricing meat to make it unaffordable to average families, well, that's not something most candidates would suggest. If we did not subsidize the food in this country, a pound of meat would cost us
1: $90. And you wouldn't be
2: eating a lot of it. Appearing
1: at the... <laughs> app, for more so, than a decade ago. you can cut it, Matt. This sounds like the caricature of Republicans think that AOC argues for.
0: Right. Yeah, basically <laughs> he like he made this argument that we should charge we should charge more For unhealthy foods to force people to eat healthier because they can't afford things like meat and stuff like that, and that that's from years ago, but that was his whole stance. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. recently he went viral for calling vegetables crudité and lamenting how expensive they were. Like he just wants your average day, you know, your average Joe to be able to go down the grocery store and be able to afford their food. But he has, in the past, openly advocated for. Making food much more expensive, uh, not vegetables, but still, either way.
1: He had like these. I can't believe, just forget politics, just as for like as a professional. I have so little esteem for these campaigns. They're being run by absolute fucking clowns who should deserve to lose and be unemployed. And instead, what they're doing is shit like this. Another one thing that came out this week. He staged a photo with someone who lost a memory of gun, gun violence. Like he pretended to have this candidate for form with a woman who's worried about crime. In the context of saying a bunch of racist bullshit about, uh, you know, race baiting bullshit about how John, John Fetterman's too soft on criminals. And he did not reveal the woman he was talking to about gun violence was uh, on this campaign's payroll. And the thing is, the woman's story is, as far as I can tell, at least half true. Shut out losing an uncle and a nephew to gun violence. They found the nephew, so he did. There's no reason to lie. Right. He could just say that this is why I got involved with Oz's campaign and I was happy to work for them because I'm passionate about this issue. They just lied as a reflex.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, to me being like, you know, I have a woman on my staff, very dedicated member of our staff and part of our family here at the Oz campaign. And she means a lot to me and she's been personally impacted by the horror that is gun violence, you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. there's absolutely nothing wrong with just framing it that way. Like you said, you don't have to lie about any of that. They just do because uh, mm-hmm. it's their default uh, you yeah. Know, position.
1: Yeah. And he's like down, Oz is down like two and a half points this point to Fetterman because of a bunch of race baiting attacks and Republicans who don't like Oz coming home uh, because they don't want Fetterman to win. But like, it's that's within the margin of error. That's from the mm-hmm. margin of error and the press is doing everything. We talked about it. I can't remember if we talked about it Friday or last Tuesday, but about how the, the press has gone all in on the same basis that. it. John Fetterman's mentally incapacitated because he had a stroke. And again, going back to the economy stuff, like Republican tax policies, they, they make people, they make the stock market buzz in the short term because that's what happened. You take all the rules and governors off stuff. If you make it legal for oil companies to dump chemicals in a river, their stock will go up. Mm-hmm. That is true. But in the long run, we're all fucking dead. So every, if everyone could think a little bit more long term, because a vote for Republicans is a vote to be poor and a vote for authoritarians is a vote to be poor because one party states, and that's where we're headed towards unless somebody gets their shit together. um, Democratic party is it's a formula for corruption because they can get away with anything. So all they do is hand sweetheart goes through buddies and everyone else is locked out and they have no interest in making policies better for working people because your vote doesn't work. It doesn't matter. So anyway, Bernie makes this point in this video that we'll watch, and then we're done, and then we'll be done with this topic.
2: We live in a moment, Chuck, in which we see an economy where the people on top are doing well while working people are struggling. You got more income and wealth inequality today than any time in the history of the United States, three people owning more wealth than the bottom half of the people in our society. That is insane. So what I think is Democrats should talk about the economy. I think they should contrast their views with the Republican positions. I believe, and most Democrats believe, that at a time when half our people live in paycheck to paycheck, we should raise the minimum wage to a living wage. No Republicans support that. I think Mm -hmm. we should make it easier for workers to join unions. Republicans don't support that. I believe that when you have billionaires not paying a nickel in some cases in federal income taxes, yeah, we should demand that the rich and large corporations.
1: You cut it back.
0: He then talks about how they, on the other hand, like you already said earlier, on the other hand, they propose we cut uh, Social Security and Medicare and all that or Medicaid. And um, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, Yeah. Bernie is always keeping it real on the uh, economic issues.
1: Yeah, I think I I, I know. I talked in the pre-show camera. I mentioned it, but like they, they, they're probably House Republicans candidates are promising to refuse to raise the debt ceiling, unless Democrats in exchange cut Social Security and Medicare. Which the the trade, the the hostage there is either you starve old people, or you collapse the world economy into a global Great Depression. Right, and like that's that's what they're running on. I know. I don't get
0: so Matt. First of all, find some questions and comments and put them up there. But yeah, and I think that came up. On a previous episode at one point, but I just I don't understand. I mean, I old people, you know, I thought old people was their bread and butter. And, and before any of y'all start going in on us, I don't mean all old people. I'm just saying, I thought, you know, old, old people vote more than young people do. And a lot of the narratives about Republicans and their bait, it's papaws and whatnot. Yeah. And they're like, Actively targeting the papals now, it seems well, to me, like in a really with, egregious fashion. But
1: I think probably what they do to solve that problem is phase it out in the future. So you pass a bill saying it'll be eliminated by 2050 oh, or whatever right. yeah, yeah, gradual cuts. And so the, the yep. current people are grandfathered in and get their benefits and they get their tax cut dude for not paying never for future mind
0: never mind i'm an idiot i don't know why i didn't think yeah. of that that's uh mm-hmm. that makes all the sense in the world that shit yeah. will work too buddy mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah 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 i think i have no problems with that
1: oh, uh man. well that's good yep. for comments i wanted to mention the story that's i think it's definitely worth talking about um missouri woman did not emergency abortion call she called a state senator for help and he sent her to an anti-abortion clinic so that was this, this Missouri woman. She was 17 weeks pregnant and her water broke. And the doctor essentially told her uh, there was no way to save the baby. Uh, and if she, kept, if she kept the baby, if she didn't get procedure, she'd have complications, including uh, risk of sepsis, loss of her uterus, and maybe even dying. This woman's 41 years old. The doctor recommended abortion, but of course she couldn't give her one under state law. Um, so they called their... <laughs> They called her state senator and was like, can you help me out here? I need an exception because I'm going to die if I can get this procedure. He said, sure. And then he referred her to one of those, you know, pretend abortion clinics. It's actually an anti-abortion propaganda place. And they, of course, couldn't help her because what she needed wasn't propaganda literature. What she needed was actual medical care. Mm -hmm. And he then ghosted her and just, I guess, hoped she'd die before he called back and bugged her again. He also told her
0: that uh, actually the law that was causing her the issues in the first place was actually intended specifically to help her and women like her. It's so if I just yeah. like what you don't understand about this situation is actually this is good for you. OK, this uh-huh. life threatening situation that you're in that we have caused through our um you know, regressive policies. It's actually uh, a good thing that you should be thankful for. Uh, Debbie Lynn Robinson says, hit that like button. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Like, subscribe, share, rate, review, tell all your friends, all that good internet stuff. We appreciate it. She did
1: this woman. uh, She did end up getting, uh, she, she, first of all, I want to tell you that she described herself as moderately pro-life, which is absolutely fine. But like this is necessary medical care. So she didn't even consider this to be an abortion because the, Pregnancy wasn't viable, but she still couldn't get the procedure. And I just want to point out end another example of how everyone has an exception for themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My situation special. It never occurs to people they might need this procedure, but a lot of people do need it. And yeah. she ended up did getting an abortion care fund to fund her travel into another state to get the health care she needed done done. So <laughs> she did not die. But when we talk about Republicans make you poorer, this... This woman, if she had a in pocket, she'd have been gone. Uh, uh, the money for the procedure, the flight, the, health, the, the hotel, days off from work, all that stuff, because she needed to see a fucking doctor. And they passed yeah. the stupid bill, so I think I think she'd pay ten cents higher in gas prices to get all that money back. Although she, you know, like I said, somebody else, a charity covered it. But again, that's charity. It's not like-
0: also, and gas prices aren't even you know actually. They don't work that way, anyway. But yeah. uh, Jim Gray says, "What's y'all's take on the last January six hearing?" We uh,
1: we talked about the Patreon.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just so everybody knows. Let's just look at Matt being shrewd. Yeah, that's one of the topics, <laughs> one of the topics we covered on a bonus, our most recent bonus Patreon episode. Not that we won't answer your question. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Mark.
1: Uh, I think our consensus was it was effective but underwhelming, just because like they're – the stuff they're describing is super urgent and important, but they're not acting like it's urgent and important. Like, the report they're writing will come out after the election. They probably... They, the subpoenas they issued, like the subpoena of Trump, that, the clock will run out of that when the committee before the committee expires in January, probably. Uh, pretty much all they've succeeded in doing is getting Steve Bannon a few months in jail for contempt. And, like, it's just like democracy is really at stake you got to be running around with your hair on fire looking like it's at stake it'll look busy motherfuckers mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh yeah just, yeah like, coverage compelling um i just don't know it like i don't even know if it got covered on the nightly news you know
0: right yeah and it's like it's pretty much what i was saying about them the whole time like you said it is it was important it was imperative that they do it i'm glad they did it and all that stuff but the whole time i was saying you know I want to see what all of it ultimately actually amounts to, you uh-huh. know, and it's, and I suspected the whole time, the answer would probably be not all that much really. And it's still sort of seeming like that to me. Yeah. Uh, sword King says effective, but underwhelming the fucking mood. Yeah. Mark, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: if you want to see how they should sound, uh, wait till next February when the Republicans are holding wall to wall hearings about Hunter Biden's laptop. And compare and contrast how fucking dumb that topic is with their tone and a Democrat's sober, calm, not scared tone with the content they're talking about. So,
0: yeah. Christy Faust says kitty litter in bathrooms making the rounds again. Yeah, that one, uh, that one's too yeah. stupid to die. There, that one's got we real did. legs.
1: <laughs> we talked about that on Friday too, but just so you know, we did find some real kitty litter. Or NBC News did. They got to the bottom of it. They found some kitty litter in the schools, and what it's what it is, it's in go buckets that school a, a school in a Colorado district, the same district that had Columbine High School, uh, uses in to prepare for school shootings. The kitty litter in the buckets so the kids can pee and poop when they're in lock.
0: It's fucking yeah. nightmares all the way down, buddy. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> you pull back the curtain in this country, all you're going to find is horrific bullshit. Uh, yeah. Appalachia Fungorum says, how about Roger Stone?
1: Yeah, he was on one again today. That doc- The documentary footage the January 6th commission showed and CNN got more of later where he's uh, uh, talking about, he called Ivanka an abortionist. Bitch. bitch,
0: right? He said yeah.
1: Jared Kushner had an IQ of 70. Anyway, he went on Alex Jones' show today. or Yeah, I think it was Alex Jones. Maybe it was Roger Stone. I, 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 Steve I forget. One of those morons. One of those uh, horrifically gross-looking liars. He went on their show and said it was a deep fake, which is why he's suing the filmmaker for $25 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Cindy yeah. Jones says, Stop being defeatist. We don't know that the re-thugs will win. A lot of us are working very hard to see that they don't.
1: Yeah, and, and we appreciate it. Um, I actually think that Federman will win, and that's a coin flip whether Warnock wins. I'm not defeatist about their election prospects. I'm defeatist that it's fucking close. Right. This country should be smarter than this. That's what frustrates me. It's not the anything yeah, that, that Democratic was... candidates are doing, or that it's uh, my disappointments in 50% of the voters. So there you go.
0: Uh, I will answer this question real quick. Not that I would. Okay. Anita Germain says, any chance you're throwing your hat in the ring for the opening on the daily show? I think it'd be a perfect fit. First of all, thank you. Secondly, uh, they would never, I don't think, but thirdly, no, I wouldn't even consider doing that because as far as I'm concerned, uh, Roy Wood Jr. Roy. is Roy the only, yeah. is the only choice for that job. He's a, he's a friend of mine. I fucking love Roy. And also, it's just, he's just the best, and it should, and it should be his before it should be anybody. So that's my thoughts on that. But again, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the uh, the thought, though. All right. Well, that'll do it once again. Like I said, go to TreyCrowder.com, check out my tour, or, uh, and go to weeklyskews.com slash more, or go on Patreon, look me up to get some bonus stuff where you can see all that uh, January 6th talk and whatnot, and all the other things we cover over there on the Patreon. All right. That'll do it for the main show. We'll see you back here next Tuesday. See you, love you, bye.